Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our episode five podcast. Episode six. Episode six, excuse me. <laughs> Already messed that up. Today we're going to be talking about holiday-themed movies, specifically with regards to Thanksgiving and Christmas. May even sprinkle a little Halloween and New Year's in on the on the ends there. So, sure. without further ado, uh, let's get started. And share a couple little Black Friday incidences we've all had and experienced as well. The Retail Hell. That actually be a name of a really good B horror movie. Retail Hell. Retail Hell. Oh, like, that'd be a serious. Maybe a comedy horror movie. Yeah. You yeah, know, I can see that. It has some some tinge of comedy to it, but horror too. Mm-hmm. Those are always the best. Like the movie House. Oh yeah, that's you, got, got you guys probably do. studio. Horror movie things that would go on, you know. Like, I had to dodge a woman breastfeeding and she let the child breathe, and out comes a squirt of, uh, a squirt of milk, and I had to dodge. <laughs> dodge the milk. It's kind of like the Matrix, you kind of like oh. went <laughs> down, <laughs> way down, oh. like, like me, you had to dodge the arc. <laughs> How did I almost forget this? How my morning got started. The first customer to use our bathroom, the door didn't latch. And she's like hovering. I'm so sorry. The door opened. I'm so sorry. But I'm like, uh, sorry. And to close the door. For, I'm like, you won't even pee in yet. Pull your pants up and shut the door. No, she was going to be just let it all happen. Let it all hang out. I was like, seriously, people? This is not how I wanted to start my morning. But hey, it's Black Friday. Anything goes. <laughs> At least that's what society thinks. It's like, Screw you. I don't have a recent retail retailing <laughs> of Black Friday, mostly because I work in fast food. So, but of course, that's probably that. actually one of the worst because once everybody has done their shopping, the biggest thing they want to do is go get a quick bite to eat. So you get those mad rushes. And you're working on the Friday after Thanksgiving, you get those mad rushes of people coming in mm-hmm. pretty much that whole weekend, just just loading up in the in the lobby and the drive-through, wanting to get 
you know, something to eat after a, a, a long day of doing all the shopping and everything. But that was back when Black Friday was, you know, it wasn't what it is today. Yeah. It's like, you know, back then it was just regular, just your normal increase in volume of shopping. And, but now it's just become like a, a basically like a, a American Gladiators free-for-all. Well, I noticed the trend um, that when I first started um, working, we were super busy on Black Friday because we opened up early and everybody wanted their Christmas pictures taken. So it was like we had to be there. We got started at 7 o'clock in the morning when our normal hours were 10 o'clock. And we were like prepared that it's going to be swamp, swamp, swamp. Then I noticed once they started doing the um, shopping on Thursday night, you know, where everybody, the early bird, whatever mm -hmm. you call that. Early bird shopping. Yeah. So then it was like we would be there from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock with maybe one customer when they started doing that because everybody was like they went in 3 o'clock in the morning 2 o'clock in the morning to do shopping and everybody was ready to go to bed you know which was fine with me I didn't have a you know I wasn't swamped anymore yeah <laughs> you know but uh, that's one of the crazy things about Black Friday is uh, it, in the most recent history it was just how you know especially it, it, it just went from it went from people going in early around maybe 7 o'clock in the morning to the stores to start their shopping early, and then they started increasing to where, you know, people would start going in at 4 a.m., 2 a.m., and then they and then they got to the to the point where, you They're know... They're starting like, like at 5 o'clock on Thanksgiving. Yeah, as soon as you scarf down your uh, Thanksgiving dinner, everybody's like, you know, jumping in the car and running down to the local Circuit City or, or Best Buy or Mall to, you to grab everything. Circuit City. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, people would say, make comments to me. They're like, oh, I feel so bad for the people who have to work Thanksgiving night. But I'm going to go out Thanksgiving night and go shopping. And I would look at them and I said, you're the problem. Exactly. I said, otherwise, they would have the day off. Yeah. Yeah. We originally, I want to say we originally did. And we just um, either came in, like, late. Um, like, coming, like, at 12 in the morning Friday. And then we would kind of, like, start. We will open up then. Because we had all day Thanksgiving, and then we started coming in. Like, I had to be at work at 5 in the afternoon. I'm like, you know, I have two families. My family's, you know, my parents are divorced, so it's split. I can't do this all in one day, assholes. You know, some people actually want to enjoy their family. Yeah. Some people actually kind of like their family. So I never did any Thanksgiving Day shopping. I'm like, I'm, I refuse. It's called online shopping. You can still laugh and carry on with your family, and you know, you stood online. Friday, yeah, then we could do the stores. It isn't Cyber Monday, usually right after. Yeah, mm -hmm. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's why I've always heard it called Cyber Monday. But yeah, Cyber yeah. West calls, because then you get really, really good deals. Supposed to be really good deals online. But I mean,. Retail isn't really making any more money, you know, moving. They're just shifting. They're just shifting the income from Thursday um, that was going on Friday. Yeah. So, and they're not doing as much business on Friday. So, it, it's not even, um, it's not worth it because, I mean, I noticed our income was still the same, you know, both 
well, I mean, we were closed on Thursdays, but other businesses, it's like, okay, you know, we're not doing any, really any more business. Right. The first, the first year that we, we opened up on Thanksgiving night, you know, we actually had a, we were actually kind of quiet and we actually had like a decent crowd, but it really didn't hit until late that night, like late that night, or either like the first thing Friday, but now it's gotten to where first thing in the morning, everybody else is going to the major stores, like Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and everything else, and they don't really come to like five below until like later on in the evening. We're like the last minute stocking stuffers, which is fine. That's why I enjoy work actually rather open, but I'll be closing, so I'm the one stuck with the hill, because everybody who wants to like, you know what, never mind, I don't want this, and throw it all on the shelf. Or just leave their cart full and just shove it to the corner. Yeah. Recovering the store after them hellions. <sighs> <laughs> well, you close at 10, it'd be no problem. Yeah, but you don't pick up after yourself and you don't want to hand it to an employee for us to put up and we don't get out for another three hours because we're having to clean up after your assholes. And then have to come back first thing in the morning. Actually, I thought it'd be fun just to. Uh, I thought it'd be fun just to go to the mall on Black Friday, not to shop, just to kind of like grab some, grab some popcorn, and watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen people do that, believe it or not. Yeah, but I mean, you know, because you see on YouTube or uh, any anywhere where they'll, they'll have the the videos of people shoving each other through the door and mm-hmm. getting into fights over. You know, stuff that they don't really need, like, you know, videos of people buying big screen TVs, you know, these huge TVs. It's like, you know, do you really, you probably have one already at home. Do you really need another one just because it's like a couple bucks off? That and also, you know, they brought their little press and it's not going to fit in the car anyways. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Brought a tiny little stupid ass hatchback to to shove like a 50 inch TV in the back. (laughs) everybody wants a government handout and yet they're spending all this money on Black Friday you know it's like okay that's when they should have uh, that's when they should have released the stimulus <laughs> it probably would have been a madhouse this year if they everybody right there ready is like ready set and you get one you get one like Oprah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you get a check and you get a check <laughs> everybody get a check the people who survive the stampede gets one <laughs> yeah <laughs> Everybody else can just kill each other. And... I thought it was so funny when the, um, about midway through the quarantine, you know, talking about her talking about you know the whole census or census, whatever it's called. They say, wait, shouldn't y'all be doing this shit after COVID's over? <laughs> like all these people who are dying, and you want to do the census now? Yeah. I haven't even had a chance to see what what Black Friday was like today but Wilson was I mean Wilson was packed but, but I mean the only place that was trying to do crowd control was Best Buy they actually had a guard on the outside and after so many people walked out they would let some people walk in okay but everybody else it was bring me your money according to yeah. the other customers I was constantly hearing Walmart was the worst Target was at moments you know, kind of unbearable, but for what I was hearing all morning long, don't go to Walmart. Yeah. Don't go to Walmart. We went to Walmart this this afternoon, and I think the majority of the crowds are already gone because 
it was like a normal day by the time we got there. Yeah. It's just you had your, you had your normal, you know, shopping. Now, I know we were both working. <laughs> this is when you worked at GameStop. Someone was in charge at the our, at the Wilson Walmart was in charge of putting up the, the signs for the gaming, the new oh, games. Oh, yes. And apparently it was just for like certain Wii games. They were no, half no, off. No, it was DS games. Oh, were, the DS games yes. were like half off. He, whoever did it, put in like on all the games, including like the new release. Mm. And people were like, and they have to honor it. They have to. It's their policy. So people were getting 60 $70 games for like, Ten, yeah. Wow. They sold out in under 30 minutes. <laughs> Once people like caught on. It's not surprising. <laughs> they sold every single video game they had in stock. Ooh. Yeah, that person got fired. Yeah, but I also feel bad for that person who's like under so much pressure to get it done, you know, quickly. You know? Oh, trust me. They should have had a meeting about it beforehand that could have been avoided it really could have because we I don't know we actually tried to do the little meetings and everything tried to make sure we had we had like Friday meetings but we weren't to trade it yeah and they were very specific I just think it's funny how you know you go from a holiday and it's all about giving and immediately and families getting, getting together and then the very next day it's absolute just the worst of humanity out there <laughs> just this one day when we're supposed to be thankful for everything we have for just less think, than 12 hours to give me we would not <laughs> yeah. have to worry about this shitty day if it wasn't for Macy's it's all Macy's fault it's all their fault they're the ones who started it. Well, it's funny because they called. He used to call it Black Friday because it'd be the one time of the year that, because of all this high sales volume, that retailers would be able to say they had finally gone into the black to make up for the rest of the year's mm-hmm. shortfalls. But now it's kind of taken on the idea that the reason why it's called Black Friday is because, like, like Black Sunday when when Disneyland opened up back in the 1950s, I think it was 1950s when it was called Black Sunday because nothing, hardly anything worked, none of the, hardly any of the rides worked, the bathrooms didn't work very well. They called it Black Sunday because it was like the very first opening day of this major theme park and it was almost a complete disaster. So it's like now, they, now it's like you could say Black Friday is just based on the, the disaster of the customers and the consumers <laughs> coming in and just completely just destroying the whole experience for not only themselves, but everybody, all the other people that are there to shop, as well as, you know, the, the people have to, the poor people have to work in these environments and have to deal with this stuff. Yeah. That explains that reference in Jurassic Park now. I never knew about that. Because <laughs> remember when, um, remember when I'm hammering, was talking about when they opened up Disney, Disney World in, in 1957, nothing worked. Yeah. And then, um. Goldblum's character says, yeah, but you gotta remember the attractions didn't eat the tourists. Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean didn't try to eat the tourists. <laughs> yeah, that's the reference there. I was, I was, I was, I never, when I watched that scene, I was like, the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, like, now all it makes, makes sense. Now it makes sense. I was today years old when I learned that. That's why you keep me around, because I'm pretty good about that kind of thing. <laughs> full of, you're like my buddy Jeremy, you're full of random useless knowledge. Exactly. I'm, I'm completely useless. <laughs> Like I told her, I said, I'm not completely useless. I can be used as a bad example. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm kind of curious how this 
season's gonna be at Favola. The Christmas season? Mm -hmm. The Thanksgiving has become this holiday where it's like basically it's it, it's supposed to be like kind of like the whole weekend from Thursday to Sunday. It's, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, but it's it's taking on the idea that now the, the very day after that Friday is like the beginning of the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Officially, the beginning of the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. So now you have the Christmas shopping get started, you know. Um, well, you go out and get your Christmas tree or put your Christmas tree up if you have an artificial one. You know, start wrapping the gifts, watching the, the Christmas movies or the movie. You know, because like this year, you know, of course, the whole year movies have been pushed back. But like this is the season when a lot of the movies are supposed to come out. Like, because they know that people are going to be more out of work, out of school. And like, uh, the, the Thanksgiving weekend is the beginning of the Christmas season where families will go out and go watch a movie in their downtime, their free time. You know, whether they're visiting family or they're, everybody's just kind of getting together to go out and watch a movie, but you can't do that now. Yeah. Not but like you used that's to. That's been a big tradition for Christmas, too, is the kind of movies that will come out right. this time of year. Although, it's, it's usually, it's just weird how they flip it because it's like, you'll have movies that are Christmas-themed that'll come out, like, in the summertime, but the movies that aren't necessarily Christmas-themed, unless it's something, like, based on, like, The Grinch or Charlie Brown or something like that, will come out around Christmas, Ladies, Christmas time. Why do we have to see a Christmas story 24-7 <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day? Is it Thanksgiving Day? I think it's Thanksgiving Day that they... they yeah, they it. started that, like, two years ago. Uh, yeah. So it used to be on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I did wear my bunny suit tonight. I was thinking about doing it. It was it was Christmas. It used to be Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve into Christmas Day, they'd play like TBS. I still, want, I still want that damn leg lamp though. <laughs> you can get it. You can find it online. Doesn't Jason have one? Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it must be Italian for chilly. <laughs> Electric sex. <laughs> You can even get those as a. I think I saw it at Hallmark one year where you could get the little leg lamp as a Christmas ornament. Yes. Yeah. I think yes. They got a um. They got an imitation one. Yeah, FYE. But this was a place I went to recently. It was either last week or this week. I can't remember which one. It was. It was Target. They've got an imitation one. It's like literally half the size of the mm -hmm. ones in the movie. Yeah, it's like, like it's like it's like it's no taller than this laptop, you know, with the with the thing being up. But I want the full size one. Well, J J Mom, Jason's got the full size one, mm -hmm. as well as the mini me um, little statue that's full that's um, accurate size. Be kind of cool. That was pretty sick when I found that out. I was like, damn, yeah. The Christmas Story has become that has definitely become an iconic movie to watch during Christmas. It's up there now with like. Uh, was it uh, like um, a Christmas Carol and uh, all and of the Christmas carols? Most yeah. of my, most of my favorite Christmas movies, no one no one really likes. That's my I mean, my my top two of Grim is Gremlins and Home Alone. Oh, I like Home Alone. Yes. And everybody else is on the Die Hard train. Yeah, but like Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. Those are being, it's like, 
it's kind of hard to say if those are considered actual Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I never thought of that. I have, Christmas I, movies. that's, uh, that is still a very strong debate. It happens every fucking year. It does, because the, the, those, the, it's because it was the it's Christmas, Christmas office. It's a Christmas. Christmas. Like, it's a Christmas movie. It happens on Christmas, it happens on Christmas Eve. I'm like. And, yes, yeah, the Christmas office party. And there's a so Christmas I, tree. And, and that kind of, that's kind of become supposed to be the rule is like, if it has Christmas in the theme. Yeah. Or the background of, or the background of the of the movie is supposed to be considered a Christmas movie. To me, Gremlins is more Christmas than Die Hard will ever be. What is? Gremlins will be more Christmas to me than Die Hard will ever be. Oh yeah. I even loved it. It was on one of the. I just recently learned about this on one of the um, roasts that Bruce Willis was on. He said, "Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It's a fucking Bruce Willis movie." <laughs> I was just happy to watch and finally uh, watch that one scene where you can see how he has a fake foot on. I didn't know about that until you pointed it out. Yeah. But, but, yeah, when you let us borrow the movies, yeah, I didn't know about that fake leg, the fake leg scene. Yeah, when it, that that um Netflix had the thing where it says like um talks about how the movie was made and all that. Yeah. That was one of the bloopers because he was... actually did cut his foot and they had to give him a uh, like a fake foot to put in because of the fact he had cut his foot. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember watching it years, you know, when I was, you know, years, years ago, when like when it was first came out, and it, you know, you could actually watch on TV, and I saw, I was like, something that looked wrong with this foot, but I didn't think nothing of it, and how I'm like, that's why. Oh, and did you notice the custom cover they have at Best Buy for Die Hard? Bruce Willis uh, on the um, well, on the on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis is wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> The last time we, when we went in the other day, I noticed that. I was like, they're forcing it to be a Christmas movie now. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> no, the set mayor said I can't say ho, ho, because it offends everybody's, everybody's mother. <laughs> what I liked about Die Hard was it was one of the first movies that came out of the back end of the 80s that... Like, usually you'd see, you'd have a, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie or a Sylvester Stallone movie where they'd be in this huge battle and they'd come out with maybe a flesh wound or something like that. And Die Hard was one of those first movies where the the, act, the major action star actually was getting hurt yeah. in the movie. So it seemed real. It's like, why wouldn't, he's human, why wouldn't he get hurt? Like, why wouldn't he cut his yeah. feet up trying to go across glass or, you know, having to, to fight these terrorists in the building? And that's what I liked about Die Hard was that it was the first movie that actually made seem like the, the, the hero was vulnerable. Yeah, it didn't look like they just came out with a little paper cut on their <coughs> cheek and it was just like, I'm done. Yeah. He was all like, nah, he's all bloody and banged up and about got blown off the um, building and everything else. And he's like, I'm fine. I, <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy the documentary on that. I mean, the doc- I, I enjoyed the documentary when I did the movie. <laughs> I've watched them all. It's been a long time since I've really like outside of when we borrowed the movies, but really yeah, that's my first time ever watching it because I always boycotted. Yeah, I didn't watch Fifth Element, but that's a whole other story. I've, the movie <laughs> bores me out. I, I, I've, every time I watch, try to watch Fifth Element, I fall asleep. Really? Yeah, I cannot make it through the movie. I literally get sleepy watching it and fall asleep. Wow. And it's I one love of that favorites. movie. I think it's a great movie. I get about maybe forty-five minutes in, and I'm. But, I mean, there are movies that bore me that a lot of people like, so. And I've tried. I've, I've tried many times. I'm going to watch it backwards with them. <laughs> Start backwards. 
Because <laughs> when you're talking about that haircut that Andy got, I was like, I don't get it because I can't finish the fucking movie to see where it's at. Yeah, I had to pull up the character and go like, wow, he really did. It's like Lethal Weapon is another one of those movies. Like Die Hard, I think, came out. I'd have to look it up. But I think Die Hard came out. Um, IMDb? In it. Yeah. Lethal Weapon was one of those other weird movies. I've seen all the Lethal good. Weapons. But that's weird. because my mom was a huge Lethal Weapons fan. She, to bring out A, she had them all on VHS. She's got the full package thing. Yeah, I love those movies. Yeah. Now she's all like, Hollywood's the devil. That's a whole nother story, but yeah. I did enjoy the Lethal Weapon movies, though. Before they were. Mm-hmm. And Rush Hour. So what's y'all's favorite uh, Christmas Carol? Because, you know, there's so many different versions. you got the Muppets. I don't even, but I say, I only know the classics. I don't know any new ones. If there are any new ones. So you have the... You have the one with um, Bill Murray in it. You have the Muppets. Um, there's another one, like another classic, classic, like one of the originals. There's one other one. There's like, there's like four different ones. I mean, they're like all pretty much the same, and there's like another modern one. Well, like I was saying, that like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, they were all re- released earlier in the year. They mm-hmm. were released like before what used to become the major summer blockbuster time frame. Yeah. Or right around that time, like uh, Die Hard was released in July of '88, uh, and Lethal Weapon was released in March of '87. But they considered Christmas movies because they have the Christmas theme. Right. But I. I like the movie Scrooge, for example, was one of those movies that is it's comedy. Scrooge, not Carol. Yeah. Scrooge. That's one movie I gotta watch. It, it's, it was re- actually released around the Christmas season. It was released in like November, December of, uh, of 1988. As much as I love Bill Murray, I've not watched it yet. You haven't seen his version? I've never watched Scrooge. I got it. <laughs> it's, oh. on, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, that too. I, you got yeah. I, I, when it comes to when it comes to a, a holiday movie, unless it's one of my absolute favorites like Home Alone, I gotta be in the mood to watch it. Even that's if I have never seen it, I gotta be I'm like, you know what? Nice tonight, I watch that. That's why I always try every year, just like for Halloween, I always try to watch um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show at least once during October. And I yeah, that almost to... didn't happen. Almost. <laughs> and we ended up watching it twice. Watched the downtown public house. And then we watched it over at Phil's. But the Grinch, the 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 original, the cartoon. Yeah, but also yeah, not Jim Carrey's version. No, but I actually like his version. He actually did pretty good. Nah. <laughs> the one Jim Carrey. It only movie. has a couple of. It only has a couple of scenes I find good, but the movie as a whole, I'm not a fan of. But, but nothing beats a classic, anyways. And I'm a big Jim Carrey fan too, so that kind of says something for me. Yeah. It's just the fact that they're taking what was uh, a Dr. Seuss story and then a 30-minute cartoon and you have to stretch it out into an hour-and-a-half movie. So they had to add all this extra stuff. And then, of course, it was at a time when Jim Carrey was kind of at the... He was just past the height of his popularity where he was going into the, the time where it was like everything he was doing was like a bit over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, so it kind of went into that direction. And then after he did that movie... And there was just some some questionable scenes in that movie, and then when they did Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers, 
uh, Dr. Seuss's uh, wife said, no more. You're not going to do any more live action movies. You know, yeah. with, with things that are questionable that children can't watch. So she put the nicks on that from that point on. Yeah. The, the, I was wondering the, why, that, why that stuff stopped. Yeah. I the, didn't know that. The, the, the cat in a hat one, when I came in. Oh, yeah, is that the part where they get the dirty hoe joke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And many, much more. I, that came out when I was in middle school. Right at the end of middle school when I just started high school. Kind of riding up frame because I was over at Brandy's and we were watching it with her two younger cousins. Her, me, and her mom were just about to piss ourselves laughing at this movie. And um, her cousins, seven, eight years old, are like, what was so funny about that? Just, just, nope. Wait, just wait a few more years. Just a few (laughs) more years and rewatch this. You'll start picking up. It's like Spongebob. I've always wondered why more Barry was always cackling at it as much as he was, and you get a little bit older, and you're like, oh. Yeah. All the innuendos that, that you didn't catch. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's like a lot of movies from my childhood I want to go back and watch to see see the finally understand the adult jokes that I didn't get. Yeah, there's some that I call and I didn't realize just how. I like I knew it was an adult joke, but I didn't really really catch the true pun until later, and then I was like. You didn't know that was in there? Barry's like, go back and watch. He's like, you're too young to understand that. And I was like, I didn't understand it fully. I just knew that it was an adult joke. I didn't quite get the punchline. Now I do. <laughs> that's one argument I get in with so many adults. Like, I don't let them watch this, this and this and this because the adult content. I'm like, they're kids. They're not going to get it. That's, that's that for kind you of, to be able to tolerate yeah, that's it. A, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably put in the movie so you can tolerate the bullshit. Once they get older, then they will finally understand the joke. It's kind of the reverse of when you watch a movie as a kid that's meant for kids. Mm-hmm. When you watch it as a kid, like, this is a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I love this movie. It's a classic to me. And you go back and you watch it as an adult, and you're like, this is absolute shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, but then you, there's a movie that you might watch that has adult themes in it that go straight over your head as a kid. And then you go back and watch it as an adult, and you're like, oh, this actually makes more sense. Yeah. Like, this movie's actually better than I thought it was when I was a kid. It's like the mozzarella stick commercial I said I love my kids to death I could eat them with the, I could you know eat them with the spoon and sometimes I wish I had and I'm going I was like damn blowjob joke <laughs> serious I went back and this is back when you know courses when you can now pause and rewind the commercials I put the uh, the CC on I was like <gasps> they really said it <laughs> wow <laughs> they got brave <laughs> the horror <laughs> I was just like, she about two or three months ago. Favorite like, commercials because <laughs> no one else called it. <laughs> about two or three months ago, I went back and watched um, Land Before Time because it had been right at 20 years since I watched that. And mm-hmm. Didn't realize how much of a damn dark movie that was when I was a kid. <laughs> like, oh, I, was yeah. like, damn, this, I was like, damn, this movie is fucking sad. Man, I, man, I didn't cry watching it as a kid. Damn, as a adult, I cried that time. <laughs> oh, no, I get it. Yeah, some things you're just, you laugh, and you're like, this is the best movie ever, and get old, and you're like, why? Why did I ruin the innocence of it? <laughs> but, I mean, I think movies that come out for the season that they're meant for, like Scrooge, like going back to that, mm-hmm. I think that actually kind of helps you really enjoy it a little bit more, because it's, if it's Christmas-themed, 
and you watch it during Christmas season, you kind of get into it a little bit more. Yeah. And I always enjoyed the uh, Scrooge. I always thought it was a great movie, and I watch, try to watch it every year. And then you have movies like like Lethal Weapon or Die Hard, like we're talking about, or any movie really. There's a lot of movies that have mm-hmm. a Christmas thing to them. Even Home Alone was was released earlier in the year of this year, but had had a Christmas theme to it. You know, and then now it's become a Christmas classic, and it's like now you watch. Now we watch those movies. We try to watch those movies around Christmas season, even though that's mm-hmm. not what it was originally intended for. Yeah, it was just meant to be a comedy or an actual an action movie, and Christmas was just kind of in the background. Because yeah. like growing up, I just always remember, <coughs> you know, after we had Thanksgiving, it was like right before, by like the last like two hours before we really had supposed to be going to bed. That's when we would start bringing out the Christmas ornaments and. Dad would put on his, you know, Christmas record, and we would just start kind of, like, setting up a little bit of stuff. Like, we didn't, like, yeah. go full out. Sometimes we did once in a while, just kind of didn't mood hit us, but we didn't go, like, all out, like, start shopping and everything else. It was just we had to decorate and just kind of, like, starting to set the mood for the month, but, uh, the, yeah. It kind of became a tradition for me. I When I'd start putting up the Christmas tree, I'd put um, mm-hmm. the two movies I would always put on to watch, or three. It was always uh, it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. and a Christmas Carol and and there are so many different versions of a Christmas Carol but the one I like the most besides Scrooge which is a comedy with Bill Murray yep the one I like is the one with George C Scott that came out in, in 1985 mm-hmm. it was made for TV movie that to me that's always been the, the best mm-hmm. iteration of and I still got to see a, a wonderful Carol. life have not I, I thought I saw that whoa wait a minute stop Hold saw on. that last year remember wait a minute, no 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 he just said something very important here <laughs> you've never watched it's a wonderful life I haven't watched it because I've had way too many people say it's overrated <clears throat> don't waste your time Oh, those people are stupid. But you, I haven't watched it till last year, till you showed it to me all the way through. Because I heard that I heard when it originally was out, people said that it did terrible. Yeah, it did. And then when they started playing it during the holidays, it gained popularity for no reason. Yeah. So I was like, well, if it was terrible for that long, then don't really care. To watch it wasn't. It, it was it, just it, bad marketing. It was based. I was always told it was. It was forced down. Yeah. I think the other reason too is just like with clerks. It's like the movies in black and white. You know, and, and for some reason, people just have this this switch in their brain that won't allow them to enjoy a black and white movie. Like, there's no color. Well, didn't, didn't <laughs> like, it also come out... Your whole life is in color. You can't manage to, to watch two hours of a black and white awesome movie Didn't it come out when color TV was starting to be a thing? So to no, because go... it was released like in the 19, 1940s. Here, let me check it out. Let me see when it was released. But... Yeah. But yeah, I have it because there was... A few years ago, I talked about, like, I love Christmas movies. I don't always, like, watch them, like, back-to-back or anything, but I enjoy a good Christmas movie once in a while. And his mom went all out and bought me, like, a ton of Christmas movies and everything. So I feel like a box full. Yeah, it was released January 7th, 1947. And color TV didn't become a thing, I think, until, like, the late 50s. Okay. I love Old animated claymation reindeer movies. Yes. Rudolph, all those. Yeah, I'm going to make it my my mission. I'm going to write down a list of holiday movies I have not seen. Whether I give a shit about them or not, I just binge. There you go. 
Yes. Yeah, I just finally watched it last year. I've always just seen reviews, you know, the top 20 or top mm-hmm. 10. Yeah, I mean, it's every... people, but I've never actually watched it like, till last year from beginning to end. Yeah. And I was, I enjoyed it. Because every, every website I've gone to, even on, the, even on you know, illegal sites that I shall not name, have given it absolutely horrible reviews. Yeah. Yeah, I have, um... Yeah, I've watched it, I don't know how many times, and I love it. It's just one of those classics. It's one of those classics. I love watching this Wonderful Life. I think it's a great movie. I mean, it... Yeah, you would think it would get repetitive after a while, but it's, I don't know, it's just one of those ones that stick with you, you know. But you only usually watch it once a year. Yeah, it's like, like I bought for my sister and her kids because she w- it was to her tradition, you know, when Stephanie, or when we got it a little bit older, you know, we would watch the um, Rudolph, the Heat Miser, Jack and all of them. The Heat Miser. Yes. <laughs> up on all those, you know. But so, that was um, that was Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, Rudolph. But they also have um, uh, Saint Nick. You have the Christmas without a Santa Claus. All those. Are you talking about the old plantation yeah. ones? Yeah, we had those and everything. And I had bought them. I bought like three different sets. And then every time they moved, they always it always got damaged. Yeah. Always about, got damaged, and I was like, I'm done buying them. Don't forget about Frosty the Snowman. Yes. Happy I mean, it's, it, birthday. Yeah, because it it's the package that had all of those. You had from Rudolph, um, Frosty the Snowman, The Year Without a Santa Claus. Um, oh, there was one other one, and you got Heat Miser, um, Jack Frost. Like you, you've, There's two different sets, and I have them both. I might have to pull them out. I can watch that. I, think watch I got it. a few of those. I got a small set of those for for Joe for Christmas once because she likes them. And I like them too. They're fun yeah. to watch. But the, the the favorites, especially this time of year, have always been uh, Rudolph's Red Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. I think there's a Frosty. Actually, Frosty's not even Frosty's not even claymation. Characters. That's animated. Yeah, but yeah. I think there's a Frosty the Snowman too. I think that's the other one that has it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have the little characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they almost, <clears throat> they almost looked like clay, and yeah, um, it, it was it was cool. I mean, I liked it. And then the abominable snowman. When My he, mom when loved the abominable snowman. Being good, and you know, he was putting the star on the tree. On the tree, Yukon yeah. Jack. There was yeah. a, a silver and One year for Christmas, I found just a, just like a little small. About like a three little little three inch little snow um, snow globe that had the bottomless snowman in it, and I gave it to Mama. She loves them. That's one of her favorite characters, especially when his all his teeth fall out. She's like, he's he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I kind of want to watch him now when I go. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happiness I can get. <laughs> I work in retail. Oh <laughs> I work in retail. I need whatever happiness I can squeeze out of my pathetic life. 
retail. You've got some people that you have those few customers that are just really nice and polite and just like, you know, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Bless you for being here. And they're becoming the minority. Yeah. You used to, it was the other way around. It's like a lot of people would be very nice. You might have a few of those people that were, you know, they, they, they've had a bad day, mm-hmm. they're in a bad mood, they come in, you know, and then you got, but now it's kind of going in the other direction. You got the majority of people who are actually being in a huge, shitty mood, and you've got maybe the few nice people that kind of help, like, okay, maybe I'll do this for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and I can't stand it, because we're doing Toys for Tots, and, you know, ask them, would you like to purchase a toy between one and five for Toys for Tots, and they're like... Just simply give me a yes or no. That's all I need. Simple yes or no. Don't do the random ignore. Like, look at you like, what'd you say? And then start counting your money. I'm like, just simply say no thank you. (laughs) Don't give me that blatant ignore like, mm. I can't believe you just asked me that. Yeah. Or try to act dumb about it. I'm on a budget. Or, I could use a handout myself. I'm like, yeah, ha, ha. Like, we didn't hear that one before. (laughs) <laughs> Only the 30 customers before you have said that. Just do a dollar. Let me come on. You can you can scrape up one more dollar. That's that lottery ticket that they're only going to get a dollar back for. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that they're going to hold up the gas line. <laughs> for real. Let me pick out my numbers. Just let the computer do it or, you know. No, no, no. These numbers are going to hit one day. Or go to the designated area. Away from everybody, you can, you know, take Which your time. Which could kind of bring you into the idea of, like, what's the crappiest Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Um, fruit pig. You know how, like, you get, like, that one gift that somebody gets you either, like, last minute or... Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just need something to stuff outside, outside of socks. <laughs> so you get, you get that gift that's, like, you know it's either been re-gifted or it's, like, something you absolutely don't need mine has been for four five years in a row one of my aunts would get me one of the little um bath sets from bath and body works and it was always raspberry scented the first year i was like okay it's nice thank you i liked it and it was a you know nice scent the second year you know, she asked us, you know, she comes out of time. She goes, Did you like your little set? And I said, I did. I said, I wouldn't mind another scent. <laughs> okay, no problem. What was it? Raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot. <laughs> and again, I said, No raspberry. Please, please, no raspberry. Got raspberry. Then I got something, uh, and then finally, like, she got me, like, this melon scented and I'm like okay by then you know Ashley's boyfriend had like the black cat so we would go out in the middle of the, um, the road and light him and put him in the um, lotion because I ain't using it and just watch it <laughs> <laughs> explode all over the road and everything else and never got in trouble it seemed like it when I was a kid every year I would get the same thing from my dad's side of the family I need to get a bunch of socks or a sweatshirt and I hate sweatshirts, but I get them every year. Or I would get a purse. But it was like one of the little, like, like the little clutch purses you couldn't really do nothing with. And I'm just like, thanks. 
was like hearing these stories, I was like, if people wonder why I don't tell anybody what I want. I don't no, know. they would ask me, and I would write it down and everything. And when a commercial came up, I was like, look, the commercial's on. That. That's what I want. Pay attention. No. No. Just like I, when I told your mom the other day, I was like, she was like, give me a list of what you want. I was like, I don't do lists. Because every single time I make a list and I give it out to a couple of people, nothing on that list is what I wanted. <laughs> and when you get it, and you're, well, especially now in the day and age of, Internet, whatnot, you're like, hmm, I wonder. You look up the model number, like, only sold at Family Dollar. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, at least put some fucking effort into it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. I was only a brat, like, le- legit, like, I can't believe you got this one time. My uncle had asked me, what did I want? I said, I wanted. The one mermaid Barbie that had brown hair, because I always got the blonde, because I'm blonde hair, you know. I didn't want a blonde-headed Barbie. I wanted the brown-headed one. Oh, well, let me guess. He got you a black Barbie. No, he got me the blonde-headed oh. one. He got me the blonde-headed one. I was like, <sighs> he's like, what? And I said, blonde. It's blonde. I wanted the brunette. No blondes. <laughs> he's like, he's like, like, he's like, he's like, he's like I wanted Malibu Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, I straight up saw that. I was finally seeing that was the right only time I have ever, ever threw a tantrum. And he goes, I saw when I picked it up, and I know that's what you said, but you're blonde, so I got you a blonde. I was like, then don't ask me what I want. And I did. I threw the Barbie down. Mama goes, Sarah Elizabeth. And I was like. Your middle name's Elizabeth? Yeah. I know, That's I like, new, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Mark, for the Barbie. Bruh. <laughs> I didn't write down a list of people's names. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to, like, thank I'm you, I'm about to say, you remember longer than I do, you're not learning that? <laughs> I'm just now learning this, yes. Christ. I don't even know if I remember Stephanie's middle name. Well, the worst Christmas that I ever had, well, I mean, that I... That's like really vivid in my mind. Is the same thing. It's like I didn't want to ask for like a list. Like you know, my mom and stepdad at that time, they're like, "Well, what do you want for Christmas? Give me a list." And I'm like, "Well, I don't like asking for stuff. You know, you should know me. You know, I said, but I do know. You know, I definitely, I definitely need panties. You know, for you know, I need some fresh ones. <laughs> you know, so." The other one's a stank. <laughs> that's, that's just a weird way to say that. <laughs> I need a new panties. Okay. I need new panties. The other ones are going bad. So, you know, for Christmas, then we go over to his parents' house, and what I get? Panties and nothing else. And my sister's getting Walkmans and, you know, all these cool, like, like, Damn it, I need to get more creative with my list. <laughs> yeah, but it was just crappy. Like maybe you know? panties with a Walkman installed in it. Yeah. Right, right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't ask for a bunch of stuff, you know? Did, yeah. You, do you have to be that blatant? Well, here you go. You ask for panties. But and meanwhile, my sisters get a Walkman and... Everything else, yeah. All the things you really wanted, but you thought you were just being... Yeah, you think you're being creative. Not yeah, not seeming to be greedy. Yeah. yeah, you know, thinking that maybe they would give you those kinds of things too. Yeah, you know, yeah. And that's a, that's another reason why I don't tell anybody 
what I want for Christmas. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for years now, to be honest. It's one of those... I've, I've gotten to where I've got a high taste, so to speak, of what mm-hmm. I want. So I'd rather purchase it myself. And it's because, I me mean, I don't know what anybody else's financial status is. So I don't want to become a financial burden when it comes to gifts. You were asking for panties, too. <laughs> Victoria's Secret, goddamn it. <laughs> it's going to have many, many holes. <laughs> the crotchless ones. <laughs> Just revealing enough to be sexy. <laughs> and that's, been, that's always been a big deal. Because I mean, like, I mean, you hear about you know, people struggling and whatnot. I was like, I don't, want to, I don't want to be a part of the problem. Yeah. I'd rather just buy my own stuff. I'm, but I also like having somebody actually put thought into it. Like, yes. I don't want, like, and that's, that's me. I, I buy stuff for people that they would like, except for... Unless it's Carolina stuff, that's not happening. So <laughs> that's off the list. So if you're a Carolina fan, don't ever expect anything from me. Um, <laughs> not not doing it. I'll buy state stuff. I'm about to say I'm I'm technically I'm unaffiliated. But but clarify clarify you'll buy stuff for Carolina fan, just not Carolina stuff for Right, Carolina exactly. Fan. You're like, 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 I'm just sure there was no more complete moratorium on Carolina fans. <laughs> or, or Carolina Blue. Yeah, anything or anything Carolina, Carolina Blue, yeah. Anything that's associated with it. Like, if that's what you asked for, sorry, you're going to get pink instead. I mean, when I started my job, my scissors at my desk were Carolina Blue, and I asked somebody to trade with me. And Damn. I said, and I said, please, I can't even touch it. Will you please trade with me? That's rather extreme. <laughs> I mean, the color existed before the team did. (laughs) Well, when it's associated with, yeah. When it's also associated with something else that you don't want to remember, so. Yeah, she doesn't like to look up, does she? (laughs) (laughs) Go outside, damn it, Carolina Blue. Fuck! Another glorious morning. I pray for rainy days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's like, another glorious morning makes me sick! The sky is not Carolina Blue. I don't know where people get that. Anyway, it's pretty damn close but, to I, it. but I still like, you know, to think about like what is this person like and give them the, the gifts that they like. Whereas, you know, other people they're like, well, I'm just gonna impose what I like on you, and yeah. I'm like, no, yeah, what am I yeah. gonna do with that's, that? That's unfortunate. That's when you be gifted. Yeah. You're state and you're Duke, right? Or y'all both Duke? I'm Duke. You're Duke. Yeah, she's Duke. I'm state. I got you. That's right. Now you know. It's cool. But I mean, but I don't. It, it's. You know, I'm, I'm glad that she's a Duke fan, not a Carolina fan, because this never would have happened. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Likewise. Exactly. So, we're, we're on the same page. I've, I've, I've heard of House Divided, but I'm marriage off. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page of possible noncommittal. <laughs> it's one of those so close, man. Wrong shade blue. Duly noted. That gives me some ideas now. Yeah, don't ever buy me anything Carolina blue color. If you want to live, don't do it. Yeah, it more like if, I don't, if I want to be invited over, <laughs> it'll be promptly sent back to you in a box of confetti. <laughs> an old friend of mine, even, she's like, oh, I saw this cool shirt. It was a Beatles shirt, but it was Carolina blue, and I decided not to buy it. It's a good thing. <laughs> Somebody remembers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking about, like, 
people buy what they want for you in a sense of what their taste is. Yeah. Yeah, and I wish I could re-gift it back to them. <laughs> that's savage as fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's savage as fuck. No, that's when you just donate it. No, that's one reason. That's one reason why me and my brother have a very um, we have a quarrel when it comes to Christmas because he, I learned two years ago that he regifts all the shit that he gets for Christmas. Oh yeah, and he's gotten and he's got some. I mean, I, there's been a couple of Christmases I'm like, damn. You know, with some of the stuff he's given me, but when I've learned that he doesn't keep his stuff, he gives it to whoever else because he doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you lazy shopper. Now, <laughs> the little mini crop pot that I got one year, I don't care if that was a re-gift because I opened up. All of his shit is re-gifts. I was like, that has, not all of them. Not all of them. I got one that was personal. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just random pieces of paper, but that was the um, family, um, family crest. And I was having to tell her, I did, I, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. That's, yeah, that's um, when you I was like, thank you. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, well, whenever I post this on Facebook, which you've seen before, like when I call someone bro, I say, you got to earn the title bro. I don't throw it out there conservatively. And like, like, hey dude, whatnot. You got to earn the title bro. The family crest for my brother is the same deal. You've got to earn his respect to get, to receive the family crest. Mm. Yeah, when he it was, I mean, it wasn't wrapped that's, or anything that's a fancy. Of respect from him. And I literally thought it was like, well, he just grabbed the wrong box, and I just got random paper, and then because it was flip side upside down, and it wasn't until Emma t- um, went and took another look, and she goes, "Oh no, this is the family crest," and I was like, "Wow." Yeah, I say that was him. Even though we've been married for however long, I was just, we just shortly married. I mean, that's that's his that's his symbol for of respect. Yeah, because I put him in his place. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and he goes, "Good, good. You're not gonna take shit." I was like, "No." Here's your family crest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm the only one that will not put up with his shit. So what was in the What was in the other box? A pair of balls. <laughs> <laughs> These two things go together now. <laughs> but yeah, um, now after that, he actually started actually getting better with his gifts, especially for me. So. Uh, you went, yeah, you've been getting the good gifts. I've been getting shit. I was like, bruh. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's got up their game with mad respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually got me a um, Star Wars shirt, and it was actually my size. Wow. And didn't even ask for the size. He guessed he got right. Damn. This guy is like a gift-giving savant. Because <laughs> he has never once asked me what your shirt size is. Not once. It's now, I, know my par- I know my parents don't know. Uh, he probably just waited she was asleep and was in there with a freaking ruler. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Well, he claims, <laughs> yeah, he claims he's got his ways in and out of the house. And he's like, y'all never know me there. Okay. I don't call bullshit on that. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He claims... There's only two. There's only two doors on the fucking house that works. There's only a key to one of them. So, uh-huh. yeah. Maybe you got in the same way the water did in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, <laughs> <laughs> he claims he, he there's a tunnel that he can like. He got I mean, in that's like, just him full of shit. He got I in know. like Voltimore. He like turned well, to mist. <laughs> he can't get in that way anymore because your dad, you know, nailed it shut. So if even if you were, he'd be like hanging. You know, he'd be down there forever. It'd be useless. Do you guys like chili? I do. Yes. 
Alright. What do you guys do next weekend? Working. Not a damn thing. Not except for eating chili. Thing. Except for eating chili I now. Because <laughs> Jess and I are supposed to have a chili, like, um, bake chili. off. I'll be here. Mm. So... I'll yeah, bring. I'll bring She definitely. She definitely won't be a beer. She don't get out to eleven. Mm. But I can come. At least quit. <laughs> if I get a call back from the other job that I applied for. Or somebody would go full time. <clears throat> I mean. Yeah, we're not going on that. But yeah, this is the job yeah, that I, I applied that for. Is full time. I don't want that to be recorded. <laughs> That's why I, uh, you'll have to edit that whole part out because she just gave us a nice little advertisement for chili. <laughs> but it's Christmas. you got to have chili during Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So really, that's a thing. I, I associate chili with sports, not not holidays. Yeah, okay, so you might associate chili with, like, you know, like a chili football. Dog. I'm with you. It's like soup. No, you don't eat chili with chili dogs. You, that's... No, that's not the kind of chili they're talking about. They're yeah, talking about that chunky about. chili with the beans in it that you actually eat with like cornbread or, or crackers. Not not the condiment chili. I, I was about to you say something, but I'll get excommunicated out of the house because it was the name of the tea that y'all don't like. You gotta have, yeah, shredded cheese. I've already got the sour cream, the cheese, the corn muffin. Uh, yeah, I've never seen chili as a, a Christmas dish, but I guess there's a new tradition for anything. I've always, I wasn't saying like an actual like a Christmas meal, but I've always had it during December. Oh, I know you can like throw little like like little Christmassy flakes in the cornbread. They don't make it Christmas. Little green and and red, those little flakes that maybe people put in a cake. Hi. Then uh, yeah, then that'll be Christmassy. Hello. Hello. Huggy bear. We welcome Huggy Bear to the group. Yes. Come join. We were talking about chili. Oh, that's always a good conversation. Yes. <laughs> hey, say hi. I know. Let me move this my This is Georgia. Hey, Georgia. How you doing? <sighs> I've never been on this side of the street either, so I was like, oh, this is interesting. I've never been on this back side of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Many times I've been to Spring Hope. <laughs> she does not have. I tell you that it's just the town's best kept secret, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> do you have another coaster? Here you go. Oh yes, we do. Well, okay. It works. It works. <sighs> so, well, how'd it go over there? It went fine. Saw the baby doing well. Cool. Doing good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a handsome little fella. He's, and he's a he peed on Cherry. <laughs> he was like, welcome to the family. Yeah, that's right. He was like, you've been christened. She's like, well, I guess this shirt's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what babies are for? Mm-hmm. Sure that. <sighs> yeah, we've been talking about this and that and. Sharing Christmas stories and movies and whatnot. Black Friday horrors. I thought. I thought. Um. What was it? Um. Wednesday was worse than today for us. Anyway, in my in my retail industry. Did you work <laughs> at the jewelry store? In the jewelry store, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it was worse. It was worse on Wednesday for sure. Um. 
uh, I mean, it was like insanely crazy. I don't know. People were really not out today it's for us anyway. So. Dang. Y'all didn't have any like any special sales or anything. Well, like that? if you if you got a um if you spent a thousand dollars, you got a quarter of a carat earrings for no charge. If you spent two thousand dollars and above, you'd get half a carat. For uh, who's coming in? Lawyers? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah Part all the ones for the, all the wedding, the weddings last year. They're not getting divorced this year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> then they got their divorce bonus. See, you haven't missed too much. I have a little timer. Oh, cool. And then you just like edit later. Yep. Edit what I need out. Oh, okay. Which. The only time I have to edit it out is when we're at the loft. Oh, yeah, that's a true story. story. Yeah. I've never heard of one. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, or, oh, or a Christmas tradition? Oh, gosh. Um, She's like, that one's fun already. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to get you caught I'm up. I'm thinking, this is going to go in seven No time to think. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no time to think. Christmas, which I think is is really like probably a lost one, is the Garfield Christmas special that they had. And I see that a lot. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's from the past. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big Garfield person, so I used yeah. to be when I was when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. I mean, I still like Garfield. I like these. So bring you lasagna for Christmas. And everything. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I still collect Garfield a lot. Yeah, I love it. I still want to find that alarm clock that Barry had. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm I, sure you can. Yeah, you can. It's huge. Yeah, you can online. I used to have one of those Garfield like, Windows oh, suction yeah. cup things, like in my car. <laughs> I used to have a Garfield suction cup. Is that cup. the clock that had like the eyes of it? No. Oh, no. no. This one was the classic. Um, with the bells on top. With the bells, but it was <clears> big. Wow. It was, like it was big. More than a foot in diameter. It oh, was wow. so Damn. loud. You can really sit it on the floor and be about this high. All right. about, that is huge. Probably right. about 18 yeah. inches. You know where Grandma Tina lives, right? Your? And the house I grew up in. I could hear it in my house. Wow. When it went Oh, off. I remember you telling me about that. I didn't realize it was that big, though. That's fucking huge. Yeah. That's huge. And oh, he yeah. would sleep right through it. And we're banging on the house and everything else, trying our best to break in and trying to get him to. Well, see, back in the, my earlier years, when I would drink a lot and like stay up really late and have to be at work like two hours later, it's like you go to sleep and you get a little bit of sleep, and then you get up hungover, and it's like the only thing that would wake you up was that alarm clock. <laughs> I would drink a lot. I can't see you drinking a lot. <laughs> I used to, but that was the only thing that would wake me up to get ready for work was. This alarm clock, you know, you set it for the that time, and it would just—I mean, yeah. So you got your alarm set. Don't worry, Barry's. He got the Barry's is set. He lives three houses down. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what the hell? That's no exaggeration. It really is. It isn't. was loud. It was as bad as Papa Pete snoring. That's got to be a manufacturer error. No. <laughs> it was just a classic alarm clock, you know, that had the two bells on top, and the mm-hmm. little thing would go back and forth really fast to like hit them. Because his was so big, the bells were probably the bells by themselves were probably at least a good four inches in diameter on top, you know. And so when that when that little hammer would go it back and forth, metal. it would it was true metal. It was true metal. Oh, it was just, you, know, you don't have to censor yourself. Oh, well, I always yeah. forget about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> not a piece. Not, this mode. is not a piece. It's a work mode. <laughs> I just don't want you to have to go out. I didn't want 
much as really go out of your way to censor. Oh, no. censor. Oh, well, sometimes I guess you just think about censoring yourself. Sometimes, well, I'm regular Christina. I'm just, fuck shit, bullshit. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> bring, out regular, bring out regular Christina. <laughs> I say though, no one's complained about the language yet. Excellent. All right, now I'm curious. I wonder if you can find that Garfield alarm clock. That's right. Yeah, you can on eBay. I found it. Oh, close the bond, it's but it was pretty. It's probably a little pricey. I'm sure it is. Especially if it's considered vintage by now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Garfield alarm clock in '90s. That's got to be it. '80s or '90s is around that time. Let's see. You have a very nice house, by the way. It's very, very nice decorated. I always love seeing people's decorations. Your um, about to say your YouTube has um polished, my sir. Yeah, we got oh, a little bit of oh, our. Never art mind. Work. I um, spoke too soon. Like I paint and he draws. And oh, nice. some, of, some of the stuff's art. Some blah blah. blah I can't tell. <laughs> blah blah. blah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Collaborations. <laughs> I believe that's it right there. Oh, yeah, but the goodness. only difference was I think his had the silver bells. Right. No, his had black. His had a black one? They were black. It was exactly like that. What, what's going on? Seventy five dollars on eBay. The one you need to get resized. Yeah, it's forty five dollars on eBay or whatever it's at. It just needs to be increased just a little bit. Well you can probably stretch it, I'm sure. At least a you wouldn't little use bit. It. I don't but it would I wonder just be if a, it just a retro funny thing. You know how Barry would be. Like, if I bought him a gift, he'd be like, well, you just give me Yeah, just a little bit so I can get over my knuckle. No, I can get over it. It doesn't yeah. have to be it. doesn't have to be much yeah. at all. Yeah, uh, I could do that. Yeah. I'm so not I, don't it may, it, I don't think it should distort anything. As long as it's just a little bit. Because if you get to a certain point and you start annealing, well, you have then you have to kneel that because then the heat will warm up. I haven't had a chance to put it upstairs yet, but I'm about to because I'm clean. I probably get the old desk out and I'm reorganizing that little area. I think if it's just a little bit, I probably could. Let me actually see it on your finger. I have mine, I think. Because usually when I put it on, it would glide over easily, but now I have to force it. Yeah, you do need it a little bigger. Yeah. I mean, you see where it's already. Oh, if yeah. I can find Judy's um, yeah, you don't need that. ring thing that, that that measures, if I can do that, I can sit there and work it that way and resize it. I was going to come over today, but I got, my mom wanted me to help her get stuff out of the basement. But, okay, yeah. yeah got a lot of re-editing. Where do you work at? Yeah. Um, Bailey's Fine Jewelry. Oh, the one in Rocky Mountain? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't been in there in a while. We got lots of stuff. It's not all. It's not all pricey. Everybody's like, it's too expensive. I'm like, no, there's some. There's some good gift items and yeah, some good are. things. Yeah. Well, so I was going to let you take you with you. Want to take it? Oh, sure. Yeah. I was going to trust you with it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I can take it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just. That's gonna, where Mama got hers from. No, nah, her, her um. <laughs> where's my bag? Oh, let me put it safe so I know where it's at. But yeah. Do not let me lose this. Oh, look at your DVD collection. I love a good DVD collection. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> My DVD collection is all boxed up. That's not even all of them. Uh, and plus, like what last year he gave away, like half of that. Yeah, he gave me all of his oh, Simpsons, wow. which I was flabbergasted with. Yeah. Because wow. I was like, these are all, you're giving them all away. Like, yeah, like. Huh? No, he, he just started piling stuff up, and I'm like, I took a bunch to work, and he's like, 
I'm giving this stuff away. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Double check. I even told him, I said, if you ever want these back, let me know. I'll I'll give them back to you. I've got them. I've got them put up, you know, in my game room, but they won't get messed up. I had, a, I had to do a retake. Um, like, luckily, somebody had it taken Battleship or Battlestar Galactica. Battleship or Battlestar? Battlestar. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. So luckily, because I hadn't, I hadn't seen right those here. series. And um, Tim's like, you should watch those. And I'm like, well, you just gave the DVDs away. And luckily, the boxes were still in there and had a few other items. So I just wiped that back. I'm like, all right, I'm taking this back. <laughs> I'm taking this back. <laughs> so what do you think of some of the newer holiday movies? Like, um, example. Like the, the red, holiday the, 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 the one on Netflix. The one that comes the one that comes to mind the fastest is on Krampus. Even though even though that's a horror movie. Which I think came out what, two thousand seventeen, I think. 2016-2017. The walkthrough that they did at Orlando, I mean Universal or whatever for the Horror Nights, they did do a Krampus one and that was really excellent. This made me actually kind of want to watch the movie, but I've never seen the movie, so but the but the walkthrough was really sweet. Never seen it. Yeah. Um, we watched Christmas Vacation the other night. I forgot to tell that. Oh, that's another classic too. Yeah, I mean, I, I just and I actually what's funny is that I never actually ever watched it until I got with Sherry, which <laughs> was like unusual. But I mean, I saw parts of it, but I never actually sat down and watched it. But her brother's kind of obsessed with it, so <laughs> we always end up. He's like, "We gotta watch this. We gotta watch this." And I was like, I was "Okay." And now I can't like it's not Christmas without watching it. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I was telling them, I was like, I don't think you'll ever get Christmas movies like that, like you, like real, like real life kind of Christmas movies, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I mean, it's like, you could, you might watch the other vacation movies on occasion. You right. Know, I mean, once every so many years, but, but Christmas Vacation is like the best of them all, really. With, That's right. With the possible slight exception of the very first one. First one, right. But the, the Christmas vacation is one that definitely, traditionally, you watch that at least every year around Christmas time. Oh, yeah. And, of yeah. course, it's, it's all over TV, but I've, I've, you know, if you got it on DVD, it's better yeah, to watch it that watch way. Watch it that way, Especially yeah. if you can watch it with like some of the deleted scenes. Or That's right. <laughs> and that's a good thing about TBS, because TBS used to, I don't know if they do it anymore, but used to, they'll take, when they play a movie, they would play a movie in put back in some of the deleted scenes that actually make some of the other later scenes make more sense and actually give you more like I remember one time I watched Pretty Woman and there's a scene in the movie where uh, a a guy is trying to accost uh, Julia Roberts character and uh, uh, um, and uh, and the the, what's his name um Oh, um, uh, oh, heck. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the spot, I can't think. Richard Gere's Richard character. Gere. Oh, Richard yeah. Gere's character actually, like, beats him up. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and, it's, and it's actually, like, some of the training he got when he played as in An Officer and a Gentleman. Some of the same moves. And that's one of the scenes that was taken out of the movie for its theatrical release and its earlier VHS oh. releases. 
uh, but put back in with, with TBS and TBS has done that with a lot of movies when they put some now of you the, think about the it, deleted scenes it back in after. makes it a little bit longer nice. and actually makes some some of those movies makes them better because now you understand why there was something that would go on and there's nothing on. worse than when you when like like certain movies like those when you watch them like your traditions and you watch them on TV and you watch be able to watch it all the way through and nothing be edited out and now you get to watch it and you're just like you know it's good to really watch this and you realize like they skip something. Why yeah. do they skip yeah. it? Oh they, yeah. They shorten uh-huh. the time, and you're just like, but you just you just edit out the best part of the whole movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's and true. Then, and then you're just like, you know, bump it, and then you're having to fight, and you know, you can go through your DVDs to find it. <laughs> but it's not the worst one. You got the te- um, the television edit. Television edit is worse than a radio edit. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That includes like the hunger, especially like the Hunger Games and stuff. Because Sherry loves, if she hasn't seen the Hunger Games movie at least fifty times now, and she talks about my going through the movies, <laughs> I don't know what it is. So now that I know, I really know. I mean, I enjoyed it, but not as much as Sherry has. But anyways, um, uh, they cut out a lot of that stuff. Like some of the stuff, like this. First of all, they already cut out enough of it. Now they're really cut it out, and you're like, oh jeez. No, yeah, it's bad when you, can, you can catch you can catch for those little blips for the speaking edit. Speaking of uh, speaking of deleted scenes, the um, the uh, Mall Rats exclusive they did on Amazon, mm-hmm. where they added where um, Scott Mosher went back and added all of the um, edited dialogue. Yeah, it's almost a night and day difference from the movie uh, that we know. Yeah, that's a shit ton that he took out. I mean, it's li- Kevin wasn't lying when he said it's almost like watching a whole new movie. Wow, mm. where, where can you get that? I mean, I've got it. Be, but if you want to get your old copy, it's on Amazon. I'll have to look. What's it called? What what like what kind of edition? It's, uh, is it I think it's the twentieth anniversary. It's twentieth anniversary. It's by Arrow Video. Um, get that idea. Yeah. <laughs> what? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did a. He, it's a. It's a, it's a two disc uh, Blu-ray. Was the TV? Was the TV edit? It was yeah. the actual edit. And one of them's got a whole bunch of um. Well, I mean, I've got I've got the copy of Mall Rats that has like the original opening. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but yeah, if yeah, more, this this has stuff that even that doesn't it, have. Yeah, that, that that doesn't even have you understand. Because I I was like, holy shit! I, I was really like, they that. really did edit a lot out of this movie. I mean, it was nuts. Well, Tom, you know, yeah. it's like Martin Corsese movie. Like people get like that's the whole reason of Goodfellas and Casino, and that's why like even while well, look at um the Irishman, like people are like, well, it's super long. Well, that's what he does because mm-hmm. he wants to tell exactly what the story <coughs> is from start to finish, and not really leave very. And he does leave out a lot because he, I mean, he's like, we got to be filming, you know. But and personally, he's one of my favorite directors. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, he um. He does it to a way that the story actually makes sense, and like you said, he just he does take out a lot. But I mean, you know, having a real straight up three hour movie is, is where it's at. <laughs> I mean, if it's a good story, people are going to watch it and be yeah. engrossed in it. That's right. Well, that's why they look. That's why they put like Easter eggs almost in everything now, because people they realize like, oh, people are actually paying attention. Yeah, they want to pay attention. Exactly. Like, the fans attention. are really paying attention, especially if you're a fan of the person's work. You're going to look for it. That's exactly right. Yeah, and it's it's good. I like it's fun now when like some directors or writers will actually create sort of like a mini cinematic universe within with certain movies, where mm-hmm. it's like they'll have like certain movies will have small little Easter eggs of. of Little things that will 
call back to other movies or other TV shows. Right. Like you have, like especially with Quentin Tarantino's movies, mm-hmm. do that. Yes. Like, like the Morley cigarettes. That's actually been in almost every movie he's done, plus The Walking Dead. Oh, actually, that is not something I did not know. The cigarettes actually. that, the cigarettes that, um, um, shoot, why can I never remember these actors' names or characters? But basically, the cigarettes that show up in The Walking Dead right. on occasion are Morley cigarettes. Okay. The main, the main, oh, the main uh, smoker in that is um, Daryl. Daryl, that's Darryl. it. Daryl yeah. and his brother. Uh huh. How the heck does he find cigarettes in the middle of an apocalypse? When they go on their runs. <laughs> sure, I've seen that. I mean, shoot, when he scavenges bullshit, if I read him like half a pack of cigarettes, he's like, he's like, score. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably the same place that, you know, for a while there, they were, you know, finding probably, I guess, lawnmowers to keep the grass cut in, in oh, the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the, the funny part is that even though he's a movie smoking. star, he still smokes the cheapest fucking the cigarette. Cheapest. <laughs> he smokes pyramids. <laughs> They're like two dollars a fucking pack. A Virginia Slim. Because I think one of the nuances about Mortley cigarettes was that it was supposed to have some tie in with the devil. Oh. Mortley, like mortal, More, uh, like mort. You know, oh, death, so Spanish death. It's so a play on words. Mortley cigarettes, cigarettes. like play on okay. death. Because oh. I think there's a like in I think one of the ways it played paid off on that was in um, Bill Kill Volume. Two uh-huh. was a, I think it was volume two when they're at the church, and okay. and Samuel L. Jackson's character is playing the piano and he has the Mortley cigarettes and it's it's oh. surmised that he's actually the devil who's there to witness the the the, 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 kind of the rehearsal. Similar uh, similar with Kevin with the um, cigarettes that are called nails. Mm-hmm. Like coffin nails, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes are called yeah, coffin nails. Yeah, it's a metaphor. The little Easter eggs. Um, speaking of Easter eggs, like we were talking about, um, uh, I was telling a lady that I work with, they really need to watch us because she was like, What's a good horror movie? That's like appropriate because she's got older kids, but they're teenagers, yeah. mind you. So she was, I was like, You definitely should watch us. And I that think was that a good would movie. be that. And uh, I mean, but I didn't realize that he put a lot of um, shining stuff in his movies mm-hmm. because he is a big. Um, uh, Stan Kubrick fan, and he and he's like, and also Albert uh, Albert Hitchcock. He also likes him a lot, so he puts a lot of stuff in there. Uh, different things that or aspects that he respects and what they do and stuff like that, which I thought was interesting. I'm kind of surprised that Hitchcock doesn't get the bad bad rep that you would expect him to get because every single documentary I've ever watched talks about how misogynistic he was oh, to, yeah. to work with. I mean, I mean, give me, I mean, if you take away that and just watch his work, work right. his work is great. But him as a person, I've I mean, everybody that you know yeah. that is you know that's that, that's still alive or ha, or you know has been alive the past ten oh, years sure. that have oh, yeah. that have talked about their personal experience with him. He was a son of a bitch. bitch. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Uh, Hitchcock. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I've heard. I mean, I've heard terrible shit about him slapping actresses on set because they wouldn't do what he wanted to do. Do yeah. Oh um, that um, uh, now you got put me. Now you put me on the spot. It's that um. <laughs> 
the American True True Stories or whatever, when they had the director and the girl, and I wish I could remember, like um, Rosemary's Baby mm-hmm. and some other ones that were. I wish I could remember, but anyways, I'm on a tangent now. Um, <laughs> that they were talking about how, and they wanted to show like how modernistic these directors were over time, yeah. like because they cheated on you know their wives with these actresses, and like he pretty much slept with pretty much everybody on the set because that's what men did, you know. <laughs> like it wasn't like a director's couch, just like the. Um, I mean, Quentin Tarantino, I guess, could be called the same thing because he was friends with what's his. What's his name? I can't remember. Um, Weston, or I can't remember his name. The one that got charged with all those girls and stuff like that. Which I can remember. I'm like, Wait, he's my heart. Harvey Weinstein, yes. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, that bastard. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, you know. He's the reason why we can't get dogma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And, he, and that's not the Weinstein company that owns dogma. Harvey Weinstein personally Owns Dogma. Oh, that's the reason. That's the reason why Kevin can't get it distributed. Dang. And he's like, until Harvey releases the rights, he goes, "It's out of my hand." Dang. Because he, because because the Weinstein Company did own it, and then he bought it from his own company. He personally, he legitimately, personally owns the rights to Dogma. What do you think about all the Dave Chappelle stuff? Um. I, I think it sucks the, the situation that he's in. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, you're not going to be able to stop fans from watching it because they're going to watch it if it's right. available. Yeah. But I also get from his point of view saying, "Don't watch it. I didn't get paid for it after I did. I mean, after yeah. I, you know, after he left, I mean, I get it. I get it from a career standpoint. Right. Yeah. It's completely understandable, but at the same time, they should even do about it. I mean, fans are going to watch it. They won't do. Right. Explain. Dave Chappelle personally um, asked Netflix to take the Chappelle show off of Netflix. Okay. And they have, due to his personal request, but it's still on other streaming services like HBO Max. Why did he ask Netflix to take it down? Because after he left the show, he's never been paid for anything for it. Yeah. Once he was no longer affiliated with the Dave Chappelle show, he oh, never received any Zero. Oh, wow. And so he, he's, he, he's actually trying to go out of his way... He's asking. He went. He went on a public ordeal, saying, "Don't watch the show." Yeah, like I guess it was a breach of contract when he left, probably with Comedy Central. Yeah, I think it. Didn't he leave in the middle of season two or something like that? No, he left in the middle, middle of season four. Four. Okay. No. Yeah, but I found it online because I was watching it over at the lot oh. just last week. I see. Well, technically, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, damn, this is ironic timing. <laughs> Actually, technically, he left before before the beginning of season four, but they'd already gotten so many episodes in the can. Mm, that's right. And that's, then yeah. then he 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 left, and but they they went ahead and they filmed uh, they showed uh, whatever episodes they were had had actually filmed Fun. yeah with Donnell and and uh, and Charlie Murphy oh, okay. hosting the show. Mm. And I felt really yes. fucking stupid because it wasn't until recently I learned about Charlie. I didn't know he had another brother. Cat. I've always, I've always just known Eddie. I never knew about Charlie because I, I didn't watch, I didn't, I never watched comedy movies like that before. It just didn't interest me. I don't think a lot of people knew about Charlie Murphy, about his brother. Unless his brother was kind of in the background, but his, his brother, but Charlie has had done a few 
small parts in some of Eddie's movies. I can't yeah. remember which ones are off the bat, but he had done a few small parts. And I'm trying to figure out out of, out of nowhere, they're trying to make a big deal about coming to America being on, on um, Amazon Video. I'm not. I don't know why that's being such a big deal. Because they're doing a sequel. <laughs> She's very sweet. I mean, oh, I, I know about that. Too, and it's I mean, going to be, I think it's going to be released on Charlie, Amazon. Charlie, right? They're doing a yeah. sequel to, to Coming to America, and it's going to be on Amazon, I believe. So that's, that's probably where all that's coming from. Because that's, that's all I've been hearing the past three days is uh, breaking news coming to America. And the show, you know, Eddie Murphy's movie. But instead of a two T.O., it's going to be a two. Like coming to number two America to denote that it's going to be I try to watch the, I try to watch the first one. And that's what I mean. I mean I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan. I love his work. That's the only movie I have not been able to finish. I just, it's, just, it's just the way his character is. His character is... Oh, no. Kind of bland. Yeah, I, I wouldn't exactly say bland. His character is just too dumbed down for me to for me to enjoy. Because you, you're looking for the classic Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I'm looking, maybe like from Trading Places. I'm Eddie looking Murphy. for I'm looking for like the you know like the Doctor Doolittle. You know, uh-huh. that, that, you know the, 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 the comedy he, that he brings out. In that. Oh, because that's yeah. Wow. You're looking for that. Yeah, you're looking for. Yeah, the family it, funny yeah. Eddie Murphy instead he's, of the he's, raw he's, Eddie Murphy. Me. Coming to America is more like a dumbed down Borat version to me, and I just can't get into it. Well, that's because Coming to America came out when he was still sort of uh-huh, like almost, Eddie Murphy yeah. raw, when he was still in his you know height from Saturday Night Live and doing movies like Forty Eight Hours and another Forty Eight Hours and and Trading Places when he was doing more of his adult adult thing comedy. Right. When rat, you started watching Eddie Murphy, uh-huh. uh, probably uh-huh. as a kid, that's when he was doing more of the uh, family yeah, affair kind of comedy. Yeah, like, and that was with the, um, um, shit, what was the movie called? The one that he played basically every character. I, uh, Professor, uh, like the Clumps or some shit like that? Well, it was uh, The Nutty Professor, Nutty Professor, which was a remake of the original, yeah, the original. Lewis movie and then the clumps was the sequel yeah, which wasn't yeah, as good that's the yeah, that's the Eddie Murphy, Murphy I grew up with yeah that was that movie the on uh, the Nutty Professor was kind of like Eddie Murphy's comeback for a while yeah when that movie came out I remember the first time I watched Nutty Professor man I was fucking I was crying I was laughing yeah so it was that was a good movie he, he, he did a great job in that movie those are the, but the it's funny because in that movie he does, he plays a lot of different characters with the clumps like his family mm-hmm. he plays a lot of different characters because he had already done that with uh, several different characters in Coming to America I don't know if he played the as the only person he didn't play in that movie was the little was the little <laughs> son because <laughs> least as far as I know you're right he, he played all the other characters at the table except for the uh, the kid And to me, that right there was range. I was like, they had to put that many, put something like him into that many different character ranges. I thought was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world is it, Asia? Because Georgia wants to play with her. Oh. oh. She's like, nope. need a lot of editing out. <laughs> I'm about to say, we got two different conversations going on at one time. Two different the conversations. The listeners, yeah, cats and dogs. the listeners are going to be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, this podcast is an absolute nightmare. Click. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Quibi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's a pretty ash. Yeah. Oh, and I oh, definitely love, what in the world? I definitely love peanuts Christmas. Oh, most of Oh, you know what? I'm also disappointed when you were talking about I know this is sidetracking again. But they did the Thanksgiving special right on, on PBS and Apple let them do it and all that stuff, which is great. But yeah. they cut out half of that, by the way. On PBS or on Apple? Yeah, on, on, on PBS. They didn't show the part where they they actually talk about the pilgrims and the Indians and all that stuff where they come to America and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is offensive. Oh, Lord. You forget, we now, yeah. we now live in a politically correct world. If it's offensive, it gets added to the yeah, yeah, well, I just saw the Washington Georgia. Redskins yesterday, and I was like, oh, it's just Washington now. Oh. Yeah, like yeah, like the Redskins are now called the Washington football team. Right, yeah. And the ironic thing is they've actually interviewed many Native Americans, and they're saying, this those extreme white people who are offended, we don't care. We don't care, right. Yeah, yeah. they don't give a shit about it. It's the. Uh, never mind. That's, that's getting political. I'm that's getting to, political. I'm, I'm, I, try to, I try to keep religion and politics out of this podcast. Just, it, well, this uh, it's like I've been telling people. It's like back in the early to mid nineties, mm-hmm. you had this huge push for what back then they called PC culture, politically correct, correct culture. So you had a lot of the same stuff that's going on now right. that you had back then. Mm-hmm. And the difference is the internet wasn't as prolific as it is now. So it was mostly what you would see people talking about on talk shows, talking head shows, like on Fox, CNN, or mm-hmm. or just pretty much any channel on cable that would would uh, that would carry it. And it, and it, like everything else, it permeated in TV shows, movies, songs. Everybody was trying to push the PC culture, and you had a lot of movies that were trying to push that you know like all this ultra racism in America, all this ultra feminism. And right. uh, you know, and what they call now, uh, I guess, toxic masculinity, back then. But they had different words for Before, it. Right. Yeah. But eventually, at some point, people got sick of it, and they were like, they were tired of people whining and complaining about things that weren't really happening. Right. And taking focus away from things that really were happening that really mm-hmm. need to be the issues that really need to be addressed. Right. Yeah. You know, when it came to women's, you know, people, women not being objectified or. Or uh, African Americans having to deal with true racism in some of their jobs, or, or with some of the police forces in certain cities. So all this, the the, the top level BS that was going on, finally people got sick of it, and it finally went away. Right. It's, now it's happening again because it happens every so many years, like twenty years or so. Now it's happening again with the Generation Z who are doing the same thing. But now it's even it's it's just gotten even worse because the internet with Twitter, Facebook. All the social media has just Although pushed it to a higher level, out. a higher degree, and put it out there. Put it right. And people have, like, just like with, and they say the same thing about the internet. They're like, well, the internet is just rotting people's minds. Well, they say the same thing about TV when TV, TV came out. That's, they said the same thing about certain books, too. And they say the same thing about, you know, like certain movies that came out. And they said every time there's a new media, media that comes out, television, VCRs, whatever, cable... Yeah. All these things, they say the same thing. And it's the same thing. To, to the Internet's defense, it's the same thing. thing right? It's just, you know, things happen. So people much, put, yeah. put things out there. And then eventually it gets to the point where people realize, if I don't want to watch this, I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going, going to get to. involved in all the 
Pseudopolitic. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.